The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Our show is about everything that has to do with surfing, the culture, the music, the art, and the sport itself. No matter where you're from, no matter what you do, get ready to get stoked. Now here are your hosts, JJ and the Dark. Good morning, this is JJ. And this is the Doctor. And we are live today from Jed Knoll Surf Shop at Knoll Surf Shop and, and Art Gallery in San Clemente. Uh, and we are here at a place that is rich in cultural history from surfing uh, walking into the gallery, we're looking at the board and the photo of Greg Knoll uh, the day he paddled out a third reef pipe. Tell us a little bit about that photo because I know oh the my doctor God. loves that. Ever since I was a little kid, that photo just tripped me out. Seeing this huge mammoth of a man standing there with a freaking surfboard the size of a sidewalk, okay? <laughs> and it just always tripped me out. Like I'm looking at this guy going, oh my God, what would I do if that was me? You know what I mean? I basically run for the hills. But this guy just tackles this monster session and it becomes a legendary moment in the history of our sport and I just got to say it's always inspired me uh, not to the point where I feel like I've ever really charged pipe anywhere near he did but I just got to say what an inspiration really stoked to be at his shop today and, and uh, just show respect super stoked We're really grateful and it's uh, it's a great location and just looking at that for those of you who don't know that's the poster for Big Wednesday with the giant surf and the guy standing there, that's Greg Knoll, legend in the sport, and paddled out at Third Reef, the whole story about it. Got to look him up. Got to check this shop out. There's gal an art gallery here. They've got all kinds of stuff here to come down and check out if you're in town here. It's worth it. Uh, right across from the Miramar Theater, which in itself is a legendary spot in, in as far as the history of San Clemente. A lot of surf films have shown there. A lot of bands have played there. I'm sure we all have memories we'd uh, like to talk about <laughs> further. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll right in the theater. So, you know, that's up to you. But the fact is, it's Easy. kind of a unique location. Easy does it. Oh, boy. Easy okay. devil So, doctor. anyway, yeah. Anyway, so we've got some special guests. And by special, I mean they're guests and they're special. So, we've got uh, John Steele, legendary surf photographer, videographer, filmmaker, and Nate Yeoman's coming in. Uh, evidently, his daughter had hijacked his keys to his truck. So he's on his way here now, but we do have John Steele here. And uh, we'll get Nate Yeoman's story when he comes in. But, John, tell us about what, you know, Doctor, what do you... Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, is I've known John for quite a while, and I know he's quite a character, and he lives a lifestyle that I just thought would be fun to talk about. So, uh, you know, what have you been up to lately, Chief? Right on, friends. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Great to be here at Jed Knoll's shop. Really love this. Really inspirational. 
Uh, what I've been up to? Dang, I just did about three weeks in Texas covering the Cinco de Mayo longboard contest. Awesome. Which is super fun. My buddies put it on, and there's some horseshoe con uh, tournament and volleyball kittens together. <laughs> nice, so, nice. Oh, you know, down in Texas, we do it right. Sometimes the surf doesn't show up, but we sure have uh, a good time doing it. The kittens in Texas are legendary. I've always heard that. I've only been once to the state. And uh, I found that to be true. So, yeah. If we had better ways, I would have never left. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, what, uh, will you tell us a little bit more about what part of Texas that was? Uh, I grew up down in Corpus Christi, which is uh, about two and a half hours north of the border. And, uh, you know, we have a new little wave that uh, was produced by a couple of jetties that were put in a couple of years ago. That's similar to a right point wave uh, at San Onofre. So it's great for the <laughs> loggers. And uh, when it gets bigger, it kind of holds the waves for us. And, Sick. you know, in Texas, we have a lot of big open beach breaks. So anything we got to kind of break that up is a great, great investment. And we appreciate it. So. What about, like, isn't that kind of down in the area where that tank surfing thing has kind of become kind of a... Yeah, we're about uh, three and a half hours north. I mean, south of uh, the, you know, the step into liquid tanker surfing. And we have our own versions of tanker surfing as well down that we kind of keep under our 10-gallon our hats. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's... What uh, is tanker surfing? Well, basically what happened is um, we're moving to oil from these tanker way from the tankers out in the Gulf. They're loading up, and then they're coming through a shallow shoal to the refineries. Okay. And then what they had to do is dredge for the boat, and then when they dredged for these large ships, they put the sand directly next to these ship channels. So once these boats come loaded in with oil, they're sinking pretty, you know, they're low... And then, boom, it pushes this wave on the side of it, and we ride it for 20 minutes. No way. Yeah, totally. Wow. So wow. That is bitchy. It's longboarding, but after 20 minutes, your legs are on fire, oh, and that's yeah. surfing to me, yeah, man. sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you live in Texas, I mean, you know, there's probably not much surf, so you got to figure it out wherever you can. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, yeah, take her, whatever. Take it. Whatever hey, makes you we'll happy. Be, yeah, you, we'll be fishing and drinking some beers, and then you see the tanker coming, so then we go surf. Oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. to time it just right. Isn't there a couple of good... I, I lived in Hawaii for a little while and met a, a, a guy from Texas. You probably know him, Bronson Hilliard. Oh, shoots, yeah. He's <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah. Hill Street, they yeah. call him, the, the Texas surfer. That guy was cool. And, and now in town here, we got Cody, Cody Kanzanari. Kanzanari, yeah. absolutely a destroyer. He's killing it. So, a couple of good guys out of Texas. You never think, hey, you know, it's not a breeding ground like. Like San Clemente or Hawaii. Wasn't Ken Bradshaw? Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Ken Bradshaw's originally from Galveston, and same as our good friend Chris Ward. Born and raised, I mean, oh, born no. in Texas. A little known fact, ladies and gentlemen, on a surf talk show, you're going to find out things you may have not known before. Chris Ward actually has Texan roots. He is a Texan, born He's a in Texas. Texas. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah, if you hear his dad, Hugh, talk, you, yeah, you hear that Texas draw, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Totally. Hey, KV, how are you doing, man? <laughs> oh, man, how are you, KV? Yeah. Good to see you, doctor. Okay, that's cool, yeah. Well, that's amazing. So the thing is, what I've always thought is that, okay, like, Probably not a surf destination. Like I've always thought, like, am I going to take a surf trip to Texas? Probably not. Not has. Let me ask you this: Has any surfer from Texas ever made the tour? No. Okay. So then, the reason I always thought I would go to Texas is purely for the kittens. Yeah. <laughs> like I would, I've talked oh, yeah. to you about it a million times. Yeah. Like, hey, how's the kittens down there? And uh, we always know that's like half the half the draw, right? I oh, mean, it's, yeah. Texan women are just absolutely. <laughs> And they'll, yeah, and they'll buy you a shot of whiskey and introduce themselves before you even had a chance. 
Thank so you very much. They're something friendly. totally different than California girls, and it's really just uh, everybody's down to have a good time, and they can tell you're from out of town, so <laughs> you just go ahead and they do introduce they, Do they all actually carry a gun, or is that just a myth? No, no, but they, uh, you know, we all know how to handle it, and we have a good old time getting after it, too. So. Well, there's gun racks. When I was in Texas, like, every truck had a gun rack. It was incredible. I was like, wow, this is, uh, I better watch my P's and Q's right here. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I went to Austin. I never made it really to anywhere that was super coastal, but I was just completely blown away how beautiful the women i kept saying what do they put in the food here i mean it's just incredible so that part's cool i'd go there just for that but then on the surf part of it you're a little bit like okay well i know like where's like the best spot in texas well uh, the consistency is kind of our main thing and uh i grew up in corpus christi which are is our closest wave is bob hall pier and that's pretty much where i grew up and held Held the four. Bob Hall Pier. Bob Hall okay. Pier. Who's Bob Hall? What's is he a surfer? Um, you know I forget. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, he was like uh, one of the the councilmen and back in the day, and he was fighting to, you know, have this pier, and uh, it's a big fishing pier, so like okay. there's fishermen all over it, and they just pulled a big twelve foot bull leather like two months ago out of there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, there's there's some fish going on out there, and when I swim with my water housing, they sure do bump into you. Damn! It's, I know oh, it's really wow. active in the sea life there. And it's dirt. Uh, it's not dirty water, but it's brown because the Mississippi drops silt from it, yep. and so it drifts down. And so we have pretty much chocolate water every day. That's okay. a little scary. When I lived yeah. in Hawaii, that was the big scary that none of the locals, none of the you know, fishermen, nobody goes in the dark water because that's shark water. Yeah. It's a known fact. Yeah. You don't go in that water. Plus, you can't see them, and they just bite first. Yeah, they just get after think, it. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, when I can see them, oh, cool, it's four feet away. I'm out of here. You don't have time yeah. to run anyway. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right? So yeah. if it's muddy, you're just like, oh, oh shoot, I just got bit. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're really blessed. There's plenty of fish in the sea, and, uh, you know, we haven't really had too many, um, you know, hits or stuff of that nature. That's, so that's a blessing, you know, nothing of Florida status and stuff of that nature. Oh, okay. So they're yeah. well fed and Same they're getting after it. I yeah. know. Yeah, that's Same right. Same of Florida when guys are sitting there showing me video of their on their phone, on their iPhone, of them getting in the water yeah. with sharks yeah. in the lineup. Six yeah. to eight foot bulls and all kinds of like sharks. And I'm like, dude, really? He's like, well, yeah, I mean, you've got to kind of Kick him in the nose every now and then. Oh get him away. I'm like, dude, what? Well, yeah. if you look on uh, oh, Aaron insane. Gorkin, you know his uh, Instagram. This just yesterday, he got hit by a little shark on his foot, and I think uh, Shay Lopez got one too the other day. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, so the sharks apparently yeah. really enjoy professional surfer for <laughs> <laughs> You know, that uh, just seems developing a taste. But you know, I saw this uh, picture on your Instagram or on your Facebook, and it looked like you did a shoot with. Uh, the guy from Social Distortion? Yeah, right? I was just How down cool in, uh, yeah, super great. Yeah. And uh, really stoked to have that photo in my portfolio. Uh, Mike's a great guy. He was down um, this weekend in Cabo San Lucas. We were there for the SEMA meeting, which is the okay. surf industry manufacturing. And uh, it was a good time. And uh, we got some good portraits out of the way. And the surf was pumping down there. Awesome. I was down there with Alex Gray. And Alex Gray was um, going off on some bombs, him and Pat Eckert. And uh, out front of our hotel is a mini Puerto Escondido. Oh, it's right there at the estuary down there. Yeah, Oh, totally. my God. You get some good images from that? Yeah, beautiful stuff. Oh, my God. About that eight sounds foot. fun. Eight foot. Yeah. And, you know, wow. there's a lot of ways that you didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> People just passing on them? Yeah. They were the only ones to, to get out. And, oh, uh, nice. you know, I'd never really seen that place surf, maybe with Jamie O'Brien and stuff a while back. But not in this conditions. And it was yeah. six to eight foot and just really, really what good. What about... Uh, 
where would you say, just for our, my interest, like where have you been in the world that was like one of the funnest places you've ever been, just all out for every reason, you know? Oh, uh, always going to be Texas first and foremost. Okay. It's an adventure every time we go. And if you do some research and see our older videos with Mike Morrissey and the new one I just did this past week. Called, you know, what's it called? Um, it's just a Texas. It'll be on Sector 9's website. Okay. And uh, it's, it just shows you how much fun we have there, even though the surf is a little lackluster at times. But you see the kittens, you see the shooting of guns and fishing and just, you know, palling around with your good friends. And that's yeah. what surfing's all about. A lot of good vibe. Yeah. Everyone's stoked. Everybody's stoked, man. A lot of sharks, but it's not a shark tank. Correct. Okay, so that's cool. Well, yeah, it sounds, no, I mean, it sounds like a fun place. I need to get there and uh, go experience all those Texas kittens, or at least the, the few that will have me. Um, one, of, one of the cool things when I was in Texas for a little while was that uh, everyone goes to church on Sunday, and they all dress up. It doesn't matter what church you go to. They're all at church on Sunday. I just yes, thought sir. that was really... Is that true, John? Yeah, you yeah, you know... Uh, I don't know why I'm having a visual here. Are you at church on Sunday? <laughs> oh, yeah. Green mohawks and all. All hung over. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, my God. It was, I thought that was a neat thing, though, because it's oh, like yeah, 80 different it. churches all on one big hill, and everyone goes, and they're just waving. It's part of the Bible Belt. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It's actually the bell buckle of the Bible Belt. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> the pants, right before it is dirty and not Morris. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds fun, and, and uh, like I said, I'd like to get there, but I probably won't go to church. Well, yeah, probably not. Sorry, yeah. devil doctor. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not uh, <laughs> anti-anything, but I just don't really go to church. I should, but I don't know if they'd have me. So the point is, is uh, <clears throat> we'll always have you. Will, will you? Yeah. Is that part of the thing? <laughs> it is okay, part of well, the thing. Cool. Well, uh, <clears throat> so we've got uh, we've got Nate Yeomans here now that uh, finally finally made oh, it, and these guys are all bros here. Yeah, Good oh, to yeah. have you. Welcome, welcome. And we'll get. Uh, what is what is your feedback on where we're at right now in 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 the Knoll headquarters here? I mean, with Greg Knoll's photo out there with that board with his trunks. I mean, it's kind of gnarly. Is this me? This is you. <laughs> <laughs> this is you, uh, Nate Yeoman. It's pretty cool, man. I like it. There's some history, and I was just checking out all the pictures and. Touch it up on my, uh, I guess, history lesson. History lesson for sure. Pretty rad. All the old posters, kind of everything. Yeah. You don't see much of this around anymore. No, so you it's, don't. It's cool. And it is cool, pretty iconic cool. spot. Yeah. Blows us away. And uh, so as far as uh, this show is brought to you by Wax Track, which is a great innovative product. I use it myself. It's uh, it's just, just a decal you put on your board. It's got raised bumps on it, and it helps the wax. And it, more than anything, it, it looks cool, it's clean, and it's easy to remove. And we want to thank Wax Track for making it possible. And I love the product. I use it. So pretty cool. I got some here. And uh, you could just call that <clears throat> another shameless plug by the uh, <laughs> JJ. But we got to pay the bills. And you know what? It's an awesome product. I would suggest you checking it out. And if not, that's your loss. Yep. Waxtrack.com. W-A-X-T-R-A-K.com. Check it out. We're going to go to a uh, break here, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Until then, don't turn the channel, or <laughs> I will come and hunt you down. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. 
formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. We don't want to be too far away. All right. Welcome back to Surf Talk Show. You're talking to the doctor. And JJ. And you're back for our second episode of the day, segment of the day, okay? And we're going to talk to uh, Nate Yeomans. Yes, See sir. what he's got to say. How you doing, Nate? I'm great. Thank you. And thank God John's still still in the room because yeah. you know what? It's always going to be colorful when John's in the house. And he's from Texas, and they like to party, so we're gonna we're gonna keep it real and keep it fun. Nate, what's going on with you, man? You you finished a phenomenal result, fifth place out there in uh, QS ten thousand. I noticed you moved up about ninety eight spots in the in the Q. <laughs> Stop! I actually don't look at the ratings. I actually no. just kind of stray away. It's like. Uh, I'm an analyzer, so I don't like to look. Cause ah. I start looking at like what ifs, what could haves, all that. So I don't even know. So don't tell me. Okay. Actually, I, in my mind, I'm number one. So that's all. Okay. That yeah, that's a check. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't look at the ratings. First or last? I like okay. it. I like it. I didn't notice anything. Uh, anyways, phenomenal year over the past year. Take us back to. Uh, take us back to when you fell off the tour. To take us from there. To winning the Coldwater Classic and the O'Neill. Uh, yeah. That's a lot of history, but still, take us through that. Yeah, that's a lot of time. I'll, uh, I'll try to summarize it. I guess, yeah, it was a long time trying to qualify. qualified. They had that shitty uh, mid-year cutoff. I served five events, just was starting to get my wits, and uh, I didn't make it. I got axed. So that was kind of was a weird deal. It was kind of a hard one to, like I think, rebound from. It's like you put in a lot of time, a lot of work. You finally achieve your goal, and then you fall off. And I think at the time, it was just a weird place. 
It was like they're justifying God. These guys that got let go weren't maybe supposed to be there. And so it just, I don't know, it threw me for a weird loop. Was that on the mid-year split year? Yeah, the mid-year split. The only year, tell me if I'm wrong, the only year ever in the history of the sport where all the guys who qualified had to re-qualify mid-year. Yeah, and it was weird, too, because I think they redid it, but we started at the bottom of the seed, too. Right. So we made it, and then they restructured, and then so we had to go, although I finished really good the year before to qualify. Right. I started that year at the bottom, so I had to face the top. So it's like throw you in this, I don't know, this ring with the best guys in the best the guys bottom. in the world, and I'm serving as the best guys of the best guys. So it was a hard, it was a hard transition. But uh, fast forward, last year uh, was kind of going to be my last year. I was going to, uh, I was doing job interviews and looking at the sales repping, and wow. I got that invite to the O'Neill contest, and. Uh, that was the golden egg. Was I went that the one there. steamers? Yeah, I went yeah. up there and won it. And Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> now I got a second coming of Nasty Nate, boys. Nah. Yeah. 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 Oh, Nasty, nasty Nate. Nate. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah, all right. Nasty Nate a little bit? What does Nasty Nate sound like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my voice. Brother, brother. It's kind of a Dino and Dino inspired. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is Dino's taking the heat for the Nasty Nate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dino will be in next, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, rebut that. But anyway, um, Oh, yeah, that's really awesome. So, wow. so you requal. I mean, you didn't requal, but it gave you a chance to go after it this season. Yep, 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 yep. Which is, uh, I, it's funny. I, I missed, not funny, but I missed quite a few events just because lack of funding last year. So uh, it works. We'll, we'll break it down. You got to be in the top ninety-six to get into the big events. And I finished the year at ninety-sixth last year. Oh. And so. I wasn't probably going to get into a lot of the big contests the, if the higher-seeded guys at Kelly Slater's and them showed up. But uh, I kicked ass in Brazil, and now I jumped up in the ratings. So now I'm, I think I'm the top guy that, as of now, can't get in. So I'll, they'll, they have a couple spaces open. So, uh, kind of like a wild card type of thing? Sort of. It's just the top guys that, really? that can't get into the events off of last year's seeds, they save a couple spots saying like, hey, he's kicking butt this year. He, he deserves to be here. Just so a little love. It's all worked together. Yeah, I got, I got a sponsor. I'm able to do it. I'm enjoying it. Who's and, sponsoring uh, you now? The O'Neill. O'Neill is the main gig. And then I got a Hoven sunglasses, Kobe and footwear, lost surfboards, uh, on a mission, and I think that rounds it out. Zyko, Some might call Zyko that the second it? coming of Nasty Nate. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some might call it that. So obviously... Uh, you're on a mission to requalify and show them that the mid-year split was a fluke. Totally. And you're here to uh, show your do show that. your force. Yeah. So we'll, and what are you doing to you know what? How are you approaching that? You know what? I think I've I've noticed I've done best when I just I care but don't care. So it's like it's just I'm enjoying the whole thing and there's nothing really to lose and a lot to gain and kind of taking that attitude and just enjoying it uh thinking years past almost took it too serious my performance kind of uh was maybe not what it should have been um but yeah i'm preparing myself i'm training i'm in good shape i've got some of the best boards in the world for sure with mayhem and working with him and just trying to control i guess as many variables as i can and what comes of that is what comes of it let's talk about the variable for a minute here when you talk about training and, and let's talk about diet and your training regimen i mean take us through a day uh, and what's different than than say what was what you were doing in the past as to what you're doing now as yeah, far as your training I think for myself? I mean, I'm 33, so I'm not a young buck, 
and it's a lot of it's just uh, I think preventing injuries, making sure my body's loose. I mean, the traveling, you know, it's a lot of those flights are long, so you sit there, your kind of muscles tighten up. Um, but it's just kind of think taking care of proper warm ups, kind of going with how I feel, and if you know if if, if I'm not feeling good, taking a day off. Um, the cardio thing's big. I think a lot of like stretching and rolling and, and just kind of uh, making sure when it's time to perform, uh, I'm able to, you know, I'm fired up and warmed up and, and ready to do it. And on the stretching and rolling, I mean, are you doing some jujitsu? I heard a little bit. Maybe you're training with. You know what? I did that a couple years ago. I thought I was getting tough, and then I wrenched my knee, and <laughs> oh. I said, this sucks about. <laughs> we'll let the fight guys do that. I'm not yeah. much of a fighter. I kind of. I don't know. I guess You're a lover, lover not a fighter. Nasty yeah. Nate is a lover, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. 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 But don't piss him off. I'll tell you right now. Here's the thing. What I'm wondering is, who do you think is going to be Rookie of the Year this year? Rookie of the Year? Um, who are the rookies, actually? Okay, well, I think it's, you know, we're looking at... Uh, rookie of the Year. Isn't Keanu Fili- Singh is... is oh, I like is him. Keanu Singh is isn't in Philippe? there. Isn't Toledo? Isn't he a rookie? No, he's been year? on tour before. Uh, second year. Yeah, he's, he's just a second tour, yeah. Uh... uh Banting, Matt Banting, Banting, Matt Banting, Keanu Singh, uh, Ricardo Christie, Jack Freestone. No, he's not on tour. Don't mess with the doctor. Don't mess with the doctor. Shut you down. Oh boy. Um, no, I'm just curious because like it's Keanu to me. I think he's a cool. I think I can relate to him because he's kind of a uh, is in a good way a blue collar surfer. Yes, he works hard. He appreciates it all. It hasn't come easy, and he's not taking it for granted. So I, I gravitate towards that. I like to see those guys. Well, he, I think just then, who did he beat down in Brazil? No, he just took down Arco, uh, Arco and, and someone else major. Someone else, someone else yeah. major. He took. But down it was cool, man. I mean, that guy. Guys. I think. I think he enjoys that and the success more than anyone. So he's playing it for granted. You're and playing got, Keanu. Is your candidate for rookie of the year? Um, I would like to see that. I think the talent's pretty damn high, but yes, I'm going Keanu. Okay, good. I think that's a good call. Him, I think that's yeah. yeah, that's a really good call. We're happy to see him on tour. I think you're right. He's a hardworking kid, deserves his place on tour. You know, uh, I think it's a tough call this year on Rookie of the Year. Yeah, you know? he's a short, little, compact nugget. Yeah. yeah. And he charges. He's, he's charges. Yeah, he charges. He's pissed <laughs> yeah. off. And, uh, his dad's yeah. like a world-class uh, martial artist. Boxed for like twenty years, so his dad's a badass too. Okay, so, so you, you found out if you were one of the judges and you missed called him, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a pro uh, MMA, MMA fighter. fighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny in Brazil. I was just going around the channel, and he just left to go to Rio, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's Keanu's girl." And I'm like, "We had it was all Portuguese, and this the one channel had English." And I'm like, "Is this live? Is this repeat?" So I text him. He's like, "What? It's on TV!" And she was fighting in Australia, in like. Adelaide or something. Adelaide. <laughs> so we got to watch the fight live in this little dingy wow. hotel room on like a little old school eight inch TV. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is if you miss call one of his heats, you're either going to get beat up by his chick or his dad. Even though he's you know, not the, the biggest kid around, I'm sure he could headbutt you from here to uh, Hollywood. Yeah. But uh, the fact <laughs> is, is that uh, we're really stoked who we have in the house today. It's really fun talking to you guys. And, uh, I think you have another question to ask Nasty Nate. I just feel I, like JJ is going to come in hot right now. I do have another question, and my question is, do you feel that modern-day WSL competition is a true barometer or a true test of talent for surfing? The bat, Like the best guys are there? Yeah. No. Is it a true 
are the best guys winning the contest? Is it a true test of, of who's so, the yeah. best? Who's the yeah. best surfers? I think so. I may, I maybe, I think if you took the whole year, sure. I think there's a couple flukes here and there, but I think if you just took the stats of the whole year, the cream for sure rises to the top. The levels pretty damn crazy and uh, I really like the priority thing because it's less who can paddle faster or who hassles or who's maybe got the most insane uh, uh, sort of like for strategy Okay. and it comes down to the surfing and who's like putting it on the line and yeah, that's the sharpest. Yeah, that's the big thing. Is I think people trip out watching it because there's a lot of sitting. Like if you walked up, there's two guys, you're like, what's going on? There's like a red and a black. They're just sitting there. But when you boil it, when you, I think the highlight and the surfing that goes on, I, it's a bummer. There's so much sitting at times. I think that's kind of the hard thing with surfing. There's you know only so many waves and you can only do so much. But uh, I think the surfing's at an all-time high for sure. Are all the best guys on tour? In other words, do you think there's someone out there? You know, let's just go out to like a Rostovich. Or I mean, I know he's probably getting a little older, but you know, anyone who's actually not really going after competition that could actually be one of the top guys in the world on tour? Uh, they apply themselves. Like, you know, is it like... I think you know, some of the air like guys are crazy. Guy or just, you know. Yeah, some of the air guys are great, but I've been on trips with them, and there's a lot of there's a lot of falls to capture those, you know, couple elusive maneuvers. Yeah. And I don't think... There's still a strategy. So, yeah. I mean, competitively, they might not be the sharpest tools in the shed, we'll say, but uh, I think there's that's a big aspect of it. You know, guys like B. Durbridge will smash you in a heat. He may not be the most uh, advanced aerialist, but when it comes to competitiveness, the guys know you wouldn't want to, yeah. You jump in the ring with him, he's beating you up for just sure. Made, we just great. made it to the yeah. final in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. just got you know? second. Yeah. We in my house, we call him the construction worker. You know, just the way he serves, it's really like predictable. You could just go, okay, he's going to hit it here, hit it here. There's not much X factor. But, you know, I get what you're saying. He's, he's strong in competition. Yeah. But, you know, there's definitely more exciting people in the world. Are we on the way out, ladies and gentlemen? Is that where Such we're going? A quick break, and we'll be back with this hot topic coming up in just a few minutes. Boom, bada, bing. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Uh, we're going to play some porno music or not, and this is the game that we play that you're going to hear some music, and it's either from a porno or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man, how the hell do they know that I got gas? 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Leave the bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Josh Baxter just texted me and said he's listening live. Okay, we're back. We're live. JJ here. And uh, in between the break there, we got started on a pretty hot topic that we're going to go ahead and we're going to we're going to dive right into this topic here. Recently, uh, in the past week or two, we've heard of uh, Rayoni Montero uh, kicked off the tour for 20 months for using PEDs. Those of you who don't know, those are performance enhancement drugs. And just ask Nate a little bit about that. I mean, do they really help? I mean, you know, what have you heard? Which ones are you currently using? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually surprised I haven't been testing because I think I'm looking pretty ripped. Right? I'm, Brazil, I'm like, I'm yeah. baby style. Shirt did not yeah. exist the entire week. I'm like, check me out, boys and girls. Got himself a Love new it. sling. Another Love it. shameless plug, ladies and gentlemen, on Surf Talk Show from Nasty Nate. Okay? If he doesn't make it in surfing, he's going to go into uh, fitness competitions. Okay. Bodybuilding. So, yeah, bodybuilding. But anyway, I mean, the whole PED thing is kind of a trip. You know, I mean, we really don't think of it in surfing so much, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I've heard some things about some things. You never know what you hear on the street, right? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it, I don't know, since I was 18, so 15 years. I've never been tested for anything. Uh-huh. So you've so, been doing performance sensing I mean, and drugs since you were 18? Is that what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let's clear that up, Nate. Clear it up. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. It, they're pretty secretive. I know the CT guys, they had an elusive, like, we could randomly test you, and I think they gave them a... Uh, the year after, you know, Buddy was on tour, and they gave him a heads up. Hey, if anyone comes up to you at any point, there's going to be a guy that will take you to the restroom, physically watch you pee into the cup, and uh, we're going to test you for PEDs. But he said he never was tested. I've heard of very Who? few testings. Uh, Pat Gadowskis. Okay, yeah. Okay. He was on tour. They had a seminar and gave everyone the, the heads up. but They didn't um, really do it. I mean, I've seen a couple guys, older guys that... You know, you look back on videos, they were pretty skinny at one point, and then all of a sudden they're like, I don't know, they're, yeah. they're coming in, those freaking packs are looking pretty large. And I, I think, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be good to be this huge blocky character, but, I mean, we were talking at Chopu, I know there's ones that, you know, help with the cardio and recovery, and yep. and frick, last year that Chopu contest, the waves were fucking huge. Gnarly. And you take a big set on the head, and you're all jacked up, and and. and if I saw a guy get destroyed and he came paddling back out like huffing and puffing, like didn't even phase him, I mean, I would be like, "What the hell? This guy's a beast. yeah." What do you want? Yeah. Next week is yours, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think there's, I think, 
I haven't done them, but I think there's, if you did, I think you would see some, probably some results on the competitive side that might be, you Recovery know, time. Might be beneficial. I'm not into yeah. that, uh, but shit. Well, they I wouldn't do, be surprised if there was more. They do you call them performance enhancing drugs for a reason. I think the question is, do people actually use them in surfing? Do we have knowledge of people actually using them in surfing? And if so... Would it really give them an unfair advantage, like say it would in football or baseball when you hear of like A-Rod and in football you hear about these gnarly jacked up guys who are like, uh, uh, what's the guy, the Lance Armstrong, the cyclist that got, you know, said, I never did anything and all of a sudden, you know, he's found out to be doing some of the most crazy things in the world like A-Rod too when they had his interview on 60 Minutes and he yeah. was doing a regimen that was just like, oh my God, you're kidding me, like <laughs> so much stuff. It was just amazing, but I've always thought you know, do surfers do it? And if so, would it, would it help? You know, we're yeah, I think I, 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 the cool part about surfing is there's so many different fields, but I think on the competitive side with where I'm at, you see so many young kids. It seems like there's two ways to success. It's Felipe Toledo or it's like a Nat Young. And Nat Young has been really successful and putting on a lot of weight, being really strong and throwing a lot of spray. And he's pretty calculated. Nat Young. Nat Young. But he's big. The kid's big and he's... And he's been successful. I mean, he's top five in the world. He's not doing airs, but he's doing big turns. And then you got Philippe Toledo's that are doing huge airs and are more acrobats, but they're both successful. Yeah. And you could say, you know, I guess it depends on your personal preference what you want to surf like. Yeah. But, I mean, Nat's a big kid. I know Brother's pretty, he's, he's, he's growing some weight. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's growing up. solid. Yeah. He's pretty successful. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's, I mean, to be heavy-footed and being strong, I mean, there... Plays a part. There plays a part. You throw a lot of spray, you look strong, and you get, you know, big scores. Well, it's kind of like you said that there's different styles. I mean, you've got the Philippe Toledo, light on his feet, flying through the air, getting tens, uh, doing airs. Yeah. And then you've got the hard carving, like... Well, I don't know. Brother kind of has both in his in his arsenal. He's yeah. got the big yeah, airs and big yeah. carbs. I'd say Nat Young for so does he's Nat. a good one. Like there you go. He's pretty. You pretty much know he's going to do, but I think he's come a long way and he's gotten a lot stronger and he looks freaking tack sharp. And the yep. kid throws spray to like. Huge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you sit on the beach. You see three. If you're a judge, you see three big turns with massive sprays. It's going to be a nine. Yeah. You and he got some beautiful. Hey guys, real quick, we've got a caller. Calling in. Let's we're have a live caller. Hey, we have a caller. We got, we got Tony. Live from Texas. Hey, Tony, let's take that call and see what this guy has to say or ask one of the let's guests go. here. Bring it on, Tony. It's not Tony. It's Rob Diamond. Hey, JJ. Hey. <laughs> Rob oh, Diamond, hey, what's hey, your Rob question Diamond. today? Rob Diamond's a friend of mine, and he's a uh, film producer and uh, an overall good old boy from, uh, from the beach coastal area here. What's up, Rob? Dude, I had just to call in to get some surf flavor in my life. I'm such a kook now. I live in Salt Lake City, where there are no waves. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the line's so, cutting out. Did you okay. say Salt Lake City? Because we're about to cut you off for that comment. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, man. Just I, I'm, I'm stoked to call in, but you know, the closer I get now is making a movie. So I'm kind of calling in getting some ideas for this feature film I'm going to direct called Waves of Glory and kind of... I've got a direction where I want to head it, but I want to get some ideas from some professionals. What kind of movie, what kind of real surf movie would people like to see? Based in the a, thing in a with naked women. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah. Doctor. Uh, I understand. <laughs> Nate, besides the naked women, what do you think? Uh, I would love to see a good old-fashioned good-time surf movie. I think I've seen so many documentaries about, like, 
it's so serious and so uh, I love to compete, but it's like competitive, serious, like I want to see some fun, go travel. Naked ladies are never a bad thing, but <laughs> good waves and, and a good old oh. surf trip that captures that. That's my two cents. Okay, John, so, so what, give us John what would you do with that? Cool, man. Um, yeah, welcome Salt Lake City. Tell the dirty Hessians what's up. Bunch of core skaters out there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, rad guys out there. I love it. I hate your beer laws. But um, <laughs> but uh, definitely, um, you know, I, I got into surfing because of not like uh, the McGilvery's and, and, and watching, learning about the world. That's really what talks to me in surf films. You know, the, yeah. the, I'm not a competitive surfer and I don't really cover uh, competitive surfing like Nate. You know, we kind of split that way. So I like to see the world and, um, you know. And sometimes there's naked girls in that world. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> surf, travel, show us parts of the world we haven't seen, okay? Show us okay. types of women that we haven't tasted. Okay, whoa, whoa, hey, come easy, on. Hey, easy. Hey. But the thing is, really, what we want to do, I would hope, is experience something we haven't experienced 42 times already. Okay. So, any examples, any references, you guys, when you say a good old... Surf film. I mean, the best ones like Big Wednesday. Oh, and then second other than thoughts. That, like, you know, Timmy Turner's second oh thoughts. God. That's legit. They put themselves, you know, in a place where no one been, and they discovered and they learned about themselves. Oh my god! And they got into stuff that you know most people couldn't get themselves out of. And, I love that movie, and it's phenomenal. Oh That's god. what it's Wait, all one about. One time, what film was that? Uh, second thoughts. It's when they went out to Indonesia and just sat out there for months at a time. With that right. They got on that. Oh my god! It's like I'd like to see some real life stuff. I think I see so many like all the new films, like a Kai Neville. It's like a, a stupid seagull that has nothing to do with it, zoomed in, and then a weird wave, and then like a cigarette, and it's like I don't care about all that shit. I want to see like I want to see the guys on a weird bus ride that didn't make it where they wanted to and get sleep at grandma's house from a friend and I don't know just real life stuff that has to do with pertaining to the whole adventure of it all yeah more not like so a big Wednesday art. style yeah. well that's or a not feature. big Wednesday more like a, a you're dating yourself endless oh, what summer. is big Wednesday endless summer. <laughs> <laughs> what was big Wednesday? I was like 30 when that was no I'm just kidding oh, boy. No. <laughs> no what was it uh, like endless summer like endless summer Oh boy! Yeah, but that was a little I mean, too contrived. You know, I, I I've learned a lot about word. that film, and um, you know, and any time you're making a movie, ask Mike Vallelay with, you know, Stacy Peralta and stuff. It's all contrived to get the shots and the feeling that you want. So sometimes the athlete's not too hip on that, um, yeah. and that's where you trust your filmmaker, and and that's the beauty. Each filmmaker has their own uh, vision, and it just kind of falls into place. But yeah, I think Nate hit it right on the head um, with just having these two overproduced artsy like man if I see us another cigarette that's just terrible man seagull for yeah, 20 seconds yeah. slow-mo I mean it's great though and it's beautiful it's an artistic but at the end of the day I think what we want is raw action the adventure of how you got there and the spoils yeah. at the end which is really about the gold at the end of the rainbow is the the barrels the women the sex, drugs, and rock and roll man yeah. <laughs> the people that live there and there's a theme on KB's thing it's women Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I'm just going to keep it real. Half the reason I travel isn't for the, it's tubes, boobs, and dubs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's Whatever. Good. I know that yeah. maybe not fit in line with, you know, everyone in Christian. I know you're in South Lake and there's probably a lot of Mormons out there getting all freaky deaky. But the bottom line is, I'm speaking for what I believe represents the surf culture and what's real and what most people wouldn't actually say. Yeah. Okay. We want fun. Yep. 
fun, okay. travel, All this excitement, the adventure of it, what really goes into being dirty, getting out at the end of that bus, at the end yeah. of the road, and getting have in you the seen mud. A, is it a Neko Acero, the one that the guy that shoots his own films and just goes out there and does it? Is it a Neko? I think it's a Kaipa. Kaipa Acero? Oh, he did that one down to Chile. He went to like Alaska. He goes solo and just oh, yeah. films himself. Nice. But it's him oh, just rad. going to like no man's land. He goes on Google Earth, sees a point, figures out how Sick. to get there, goes by himself. Wow. Sleeps oh, on the side of the road sick. in a tent in a sleeping bag. Maybe sometimes can't find that and just does it. And it's like that's rad. Like real life experience does it. There you go. Yeah, real, real life, life experience. Okay, so how does that help you, Mr. Diamond? It just it, it just brings some reality to it, you know. Because a lot of these you, you guys are talking more like real real documentary stuff, and I'm I'm I want to incorporate that into a, a, a movie. Like cause I, you know, I make I make narrative feature films. So I make okay, up so, I make up yeah. the story, and so to try, I, it just helps me to try to. I want to create. I want to put some reality into it, but I also want to make it a, a human interest story. Uh, I want these people to have real issues, real lives, real problems, and real dreams and goals, and that's what makes a good movie. Yeah, and so okay. I think we all get in the surf because it's fun. No one gets into it because all these other reasons. It's like it's a fun <laughs> sport. Capture that, and there'll be. I'll watch it. And then as far as a feature, make it about yeah. interesting characters. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Rob, thanks for calling in. Keep calling okay. in. Anyone else, give us a call. And uh, we look forward to seeing your film, Rob. Respect. Hey, guys. Keep doing your thing, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Right on, yeah. Yeah. We're going to break. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam had the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. 
That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Shit that blows people away. I never see it coming. Are we back? We're back. We're live. And we're going to talk story here for a minute. We're going to talk about a few little... We'll all go with our... We'll start with the most uninteresting, myself... Uh, and and move to one of the most interesting and just talking about an adventure. You're cutting yourself short, dude. Come on, oh, come well, on, I'm JJ. Short. Let's hey, see. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Face for We're radio. Well, anyways, yeah. listen. Oh, I yeah. got. Yeah, mom always told me I had a face for radio, so here I am, <laughs> and, I, and I feel pretty good about it. So here we are. Here we are. I'm up in Oregon, and uh, and I'm I'm at the I'm at my local spot, and and I'm having dinner, and some dude comes up, this trippy surf guy, and he's all up in Pacific City. He's like, hey, man, you guys got to check out Thousand Tombstones. And we're like, wow, okay. No one ever heard of it. Kind of a new area. Tells us how to get there. We go to this place, Proposal Rock. I paddle out. I see this peak way out kind of emerging like three, four, five hundred yards out. I'm like, yeah, that looks good. My buddy wouldn't go out. It was too sketchy. So the tombstones are actually trees, petrified trees that go into the lineup and pop up at different heights all around. So you're weaving in and out of petrified trees. But I go all the way out there and I'm floating and drifting and catching peaks and these peaks I get like three waves that connect I'm going like three four hundred yards connecting all the way in and I paddle back out and I see a sea lion and I mean you know I'm in Oregon it's freezing it's shark infested territory there's shark attacks all the time and I'm just out there by myself thinking what am I doing and the sheer adventure of it alone just was like a complete high the entire time I was out there until a sea lion with a head the size of a just like the size of a medicine ball times 10 is coming at me like 300 yards away, pops down 100 yards, two seconds later, 50 yards, 10 yards. And I'm like, dude, this guy's after me. Turn around, head straight for shore, paddled all the way in, caught a few little whitewash sections, and I was just stoked. It was a great day. And we get back to the city, Pacific City, and I asked the local surf shop owner, uh, Jeff. I go, Jeff, man. He goes, what's this spot? Thousand Tombstones. No one there's ever heard of it. We went on a mystic journey that day that no one ever heard of. No one's ever surfed. It's never glassy. It's always blown out. It's never surfable. And I went and got good waves at this obscure spot that, for all I know, was a ghost told us how to get there. So that's my ghost story, okay. and that was fun. And that's, yeah, that's yeah, my that was a good story, dude. Yeah, like I said, give yourself some more See like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, what do you got for us? All right, cool. Um, you know, I've been blessed to see the world a couple times over, visited places, Italy, all that. I think one of the craziest waves we'd seen this year, well, in my past, was um, the Silver Dragon in China. Uh, wow. I was invited to go out there and shoot the contest there, which I don't really shoot too many contests. And uh, this is a strange one, and it's just, you know, it's like uh, tanker surfing on steroids, man. This son of a bitch comes at you, and it starts making noise. And it gets to about 12 foot, oh. and it is making some noise coming down wow. the river. And it's one of the first times I kind of really um, assimilate it to, you know, back in the day, if you're about to go to war, and your whole team lines up in one line, and the other team lines in the other line, and they're coming at you, oh. and you got to hold the line. And when that thing comes to you, everybody needs to know their their, their play in the, in the act and oh. uh, handle it correctly. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble. Anastasia Ashley lost her board, popped the leash, you know, kind of got 
uh, hiccuped in the boil, and it's definitely the scary. And uh, you know, shit is going down, dude. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal. interesting. Can we ask a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it one wave or is it a bunch of waves? No, it's How's just it one wave that comes. Tidal fall, the one wave. Yeah, it's because the moon and the tide are pulling because wow. it, it pulls all the way from the ocean. We're in Hangzhou, which is you know hours up cool, into. Man. Up into the, the actual, you know, continent itself. Wow. So we're nowhere near the beach. Like, these guys, when we're walking around town, we are the only white people there. Like, they wow. wonder what we're doing there. And we're the only people allowed to surf and work off the off the river during that time. Oh, they cleared out. Oh, yeah. No one's even, yeah, the, the boats will stop moving. They pull it out because it's basically this tidal bore that comes and just wreaks havoc. I remember seeing footage of this as a kid on National Geographic. Like, wow, there's anarchy going on. And now to go and wow. get there and get waves is amazing. Insane. Nate, Whoa. what's yours, brother? Uh, I got another question on that one. So can you go there and, like, if you wanted to, I want to ride this thing? No, it's no, gotta it's all, all got to be sanctioned. It's communist China, okay. and you know know it when you get there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. Shoot, nice. mine probably would be, I really am a fan of Indonesia and specifically Bali. I think it's just got, an, it, you live like a king, first of all. Uh, everything's really affordable. Uh, you can go anything from kittens galore, rage all night long, to ride a monkey or ride an elephant up in the ride a monkey maybe too. <laughs> ride a monkey, too. <laughs> ride, monkey ride an elephant up in the mountains. Like go to uh, like these crazy old temples to world class waves to catch a flight or a boat to better waves to kind of everything in between. Um, I spent a lot of time there, and and I think it's just a really cool surf destination. People from all around the world, you know, go there to catch, to surf and experience the place. I met a lot of like lifelong friends, and uh, I think collectively, it's got something for everyone, no matter what you're into. Oh, my wife's gone; she shops, she buys all these like designer clothes, and, and you're all clothes. I'm not riding monkeys. <laughs> it's all coming out. Yeah, now they know why they call him Nasty Nate. Like, <laughs> Nasty Nate goes to Bali and rides monkeys. Uh, actually, actually, more of an orangutan guy. I'm an orangutan. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. Okay. Well, that was a. You know what? The funny thing is, I really agree with Nate. <laughs> I really agree with Nate. I love Bali. But I'm going to leave that for another episode, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to talk very quickly because we have very little time before we have to get out. I've ventured a lot in the Caribbean. I've lived there. I've ventured to many islands there. And I really enjoy this island named Dominica. Not to be confused with the Dominican Republic. But Dominica, I was uh, with a good friend who's passed away a couple years ago, White Lion. And we were traveling throughout the Caribbean. And we were flying to Guadalupe. And... Uh, I, I was like looking down from this little plane, you know, those prop planes where you just feel like you're going to die. It's like it's a Volkswagen with wings. And the, it's, it's just, you just, I'm not good with being in the air and those things. And I'm looking down going, oh my God, look at this island down there. It looks incredible. And this, this, uh, you know, local native dude in front of me is this black guy, this Rasta guy comes back and goes, yeah, man, you've got to come visit my island, man. That's where I'm from. And I'm going, where is that? And he goes, it's Dominique, come on, come and see it. So we go to Guadeloupe, and, uh, you know, the French black kittens were insane. The waves were good, but I just kept going. You know, the French people were driving me crazy. So I go, Lion, let's just, let's just pop back to, uh, let's go to that other island. <clears throat> so we get there. We land in, like, what looks like Fantasy Island, like in this little airport. There's nothing there. We can't find anything. There's nothing there. The plane lands. You just get out, and there's nothing there. We figure out some local guy to rent a car. We, we drive throughout anywhere. We find this little point. There's a little village. 
Never saw a surfer there. Lion and I paddle out in this little village and we surf this wave with no one around. For me personally, um, when it comes down to my favorite travels, I mean, I love getting to somewhere where there's no one there. Where we're surfing because we found some spot that we sought out and it's just like, oh my God, it's me and my buddy and we're just having the time of our life. And there was, you know, a lot of black women there and I, I got to tell you, that, you know, I like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I like chocolate. I, I think everyone knows that. <laughs> my, uh, my cousin works at Outback. He's seen a couple of candy kids stroll through. I've heard of these kids. <laughs> Talk to the chocolate doctor. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, so another episode of Surf Talk Show. Really glad for you guys to join us. What we want you to do is, all you listeners, call us. Call us. Call, call us, us, call us, call us, and email us. Aloha. Surftalkshow at gmail.com. Thanks, Nate. And thanks, John. Thanks Appreciate you guys coming you guys. in. Good to have you guys. And uh, come back again, or I will hunt you down and rip your throat out. And I will give you a hug. Someone's on steroids. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we've got time for this week. Surf Talk Show can be heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join JJ and the Doctor next week. Until then... Pull in deep and remember to stay stoked, my friend. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.